Thank you, worship team. They always get us closer to God by their wonderful, godly songs and hymns. May God bless them. Good morning. It's still morning, and I hope I won't speak till 2 o'clock because I know you have friends, families. <laughs> oh, uh, let's open our Bibles this morning to the well-known parable that the Lord Jesus spoke at the end of his Sermon on the Mount. Chapter 7, verse 24. Chapter 7, verse 24. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 24. This is the end of the Lord's Sermon on the Mount. And he ends it by the following parable. He says, therefore, everyone who hears these words, these words of mine, and acts upon them may be compared to a wise man who built his house upon the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and burst against that house, and yet it did not fall, for it had been founded upon the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine, and does not act upon them, will be like a foolish Man who built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended. And the floods came. And the winds blew. And burst against that house. And it fell. And great was its fall. The result was that when Jesus has finished these words, the multitudes were amazed at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one having authority and not as the scribes. May God bless his word. That's his word. I meditated for quite some time on this portion. And you know, children sing sing, as at Sunday school about this uh, parable and there are beautiful songs and you've, we've heard it so many times but we want to look at it from a different angle today. And it was the word as we read this morning the end of his sermon on the Lord Jesus. We read uh, about the wise and the foolish builders. And this story may have been uh, also uh, based on some occurrences in that region around around the 
you know, the Jordan River, because during the dry season in Israel, there are many places in the hills surrounding the Jordan River, and people like to build their houses there, like many here and many anywhere else, so they have the scenes, the beautiful sceneries, and so on and so forth. But they are they find out that during the rainy season, that location they want to build on or they built on, uh, there are raging floods, and uh, it's not a rocky area, so the homes they would love to build or they built is not on a rock. It's on sand. And to build on that foundation was not advisable. Well, we know that the wise man builds his house on the rock. And the foolish man or the fool builds his house on the sand. And may I suggest to you here that we or you, we are one of the builders. Actually, we are all builders who want to build our house on which ground you'd like. You want to build it. On which ground you want to build it. Let's think about a couple of ideas this morning. Everyone must build the house of his life on something. And it goes with my title, Building the House of Your Life. Building the House of Your Life. The immediate question is not whether you will build a house of life or not. You are building it now. Think of your life as your house. You are in the process of building your house now. When we start growing up, we think that we are preparing for later life. Though it is true in, in, in some part. But we are not only preparing to live, but we are living now. Am I understood on that? We're living. We're not, we're living now. We're not preparing for that. Harry Emerson, Fosdick said, you can postpone making up your mind on anything you think of, but you cannot postpone making up your life. You are building your life now. When Jesus spoke about the houses, he did not talk about houses. He talked about lives. He talked about people. He talked about each one of them that were listening to him. What are you doing, he said, with your lives? What are you building on? And this is why we're looking at that this morning. My friend, beloved, life is short. Especially when you start getting older. And you know, my, Sylvia and I, we look at each other and says, where did the days go by? 
Where did the years go by? Sooner or later, everyone runs out of time. But no one runs out of eternity. Then, and therefore, doesn't it make more sense to spend your time, to spend our time preparing for that which will not end? And start building on the solid foundation, the rock, Jesus Christ. And let me ask you a question. If you are, you, you got what I'm talking about and you say, well, I'm really building my life. And I better do a good job about it. Okay. Good. We're all on the same page, I hope, this morning. Okay. Then, my question, how permanent is what you build? How permanent? We read in verse 25, and Jesus was speaking, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Friends, the storms of life will beat upon every person. The house built on rock and the house built on sand are both subject to winds and floods. Every life is subject to the possibility of sickness, of pain, of failure, economic reversals, if you think of that, disappointments of others, wars, etc. You and I cannot stop the winds and the floods that come along on this short journey. But we can build to withstand them all. Builders, whether you like it or not, you're a builder. You're building for eternity or you're building for life here? That's a good question. The permanence of any building, I did some research on that. The permanence of any buildings depends on three things. The material used first. What kind of material? Secondly, the wisdom or engineering, if you will, please, exercised in the construction. And thirdly, its foundation. Inferior materials, those skillfully assembled, cannot stand for a long time against the elements of nature. You know that and we know it. Nor 
will the superior materials, if carelessly put together, be able to stand? Jim Hyde knows about these things. A combination of sound materials and wise, <coughs> wise excuse me, direction in assembling and building the house might endure. And it's very important that it is built upon a solid foundation. So these elements help if it's built on a solid foundation. And then how the Lord meant it. And I hope I am, I'll be able to translate it to you. The same truths apply to the building of life. One must choose his material carefully and work them into the structure of his life wisely. And let me ask you a question here. To build your house, what is the first thing you think of? Something, I'm, I'm going to go to college. Great, you have my blessing. Go to college. And you know what I tell the young people in our church? Go to college. Get a college education. Do not say it's hard. Do not say I can't do it. There is not nothing. If you put your mind in it, if you put your heart in it, when there is a way, a, a, way, a will, there is. Amen. Did you hear that? School children and and those who are going to college. On this occasion, Jesus was telling them, it's time, you people who hear me, to build for eternity. College is good. Education is great. Saving money is even better. Building a future is great. But if you have no foundation, all this is building on sand. And this is why we said at the very beginning, you have to have a foundation. Regardless of the material, regardless of the engineering, regardless of what you do with your life, we are just, if, if you become, start becoming wealthy and you might become rich, but all this, all this will be sand, building on sand, if you don't have a good foundation, and good, this good foundation is the Lord Jesus Christ. You are building. You be careful. You be careful where you go. You be careful where, what you read. You be careful with whom you associate yourself. Be careful about the friends you have. College students. People who go still to school or college, you be careful what kind of friends you are to be found with. What kind of movies you see. What kind of places you go with. You be careful. It's a 
message to the church, message to each and every one. And you th- if you think in your own mind, oh, I'm doing well now. Remember, this will not last unless you build every relationship you have. It's origin and it's goal to be Jesus Christ and Jesus alone. You say, I want, I'm, I, I'm going to college. I want to get a job. Be successful in the business world. And, you know, I'm building a future. And this is good. You're so proud and boasting of your plans. Did you meet some of those? Oh, yeah. This is all well and good, as I said. But without Christ as your foundation... I repeat, without Christ, young man, young woman, each and every one, you're building on sand. And the Lord said, the rain came, and the flood, and it did not stand at all. Perhaps you have attained your goals. And you're proud of your goals. And said, I did it. Older people. I have a house. I have a family. I have a good job. You're proud of your attainment. And you're boasting. These hands have made it. Let me tell you, ask you one one simple thing. Who gave you the mind? Who gave you the hands? Who gave you, who gave you the wisdom? Who gave you, who let, who, who helped you to get this place in your life? Who helped you? I read a verse. I read a verse and it touched my heart when I was younger and it came to my mind while I, I was preparing in Jeremiah chapter 9. Keep that. I, I think I underlined this verse in my old Bible. Maybe in 1976. About 42, 43 years ago. And this say, this this says to each and every one, you be careful. Jeremiah seven twenty three twenty four. Thus says the Lord, let not a wise man boast of his wisdom. And let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let not a rich man boast of his riches. But let him who boasts, who's proud, boast of this, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. Remember that. Who brought you thus far? Who gave you this? No one is immune unless He has Christ Jesus as his shield. 
the house you were building has no immunity whatsoever without the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is why he gives them the parable because Christ, when he was here on earth, he was talking to people in parables so they can understand it. He came to their level so they can understand it. And the Lord prescribes the material that we should use for life and eternity. He stresses humility. He stresses meekness. He stresses righteousness, loyalty, faithfulness, mercy, and purity. The quality of this material that you use to build your house, build your life, has been tested and tried through the centuries, and it never failed. We are called, all of us, to heal, to heed to these instructions, to listen, to pay attention, because you know who is giving us the instructions? The master architect. The one who builds lives. The one who is building your life and helping you out and telling you what to do. Please listen to him and listen and have him as the foundation you build your life on. Build for eternity. And in doing so, he gives us some warnings. The Lord sounds some warnings. He says to each one of of us, beware of missing life. Beware. What do you mean, Edel? How do we miss life? He says, well, how do we miss life? By doing nothing constructive about it. Simple answer. The one who does not plan to build on the rock, you're missing life. The one who follows his own ways, the one who joins the crowd seeking the easy way. There's hard work in life, anywhere. Hard work when you are a student, hard work when you grow up at college, hard work when you go and work for an organization or a corporation, hard work if you are on your own, Hard work when you get married. It's not easy. It's not always like that. Hard work. Everything. But you're not alone if you have Christ. You will always succeed if you have Christ. Because Christ is your foundation. And he will never allow you to fail. Because he said, I will never leave you. Nor nor forsake. How do you miss on life? By joining and seeking the bad crowds. And by seeking a lower level of life. And the one who takes what comes naturally like floating in the world. You be careful about that. To live each day that you miss on life by living each day on the basis 
of what is easiest as and most pleasant without looking to the future. And you know, I met many of those, and I say that in general, for some to live means athletics. For some to live means wealth. For some to live means power. For some to live means pleasure. But if we would like to live the lives that is on a higher planet, we would, we would make Christ the goal and the aim and foundation of our lives, period. I call it a life with vision. So how is you, how are you building your life? Another, another word from the Lord, he's telling us from the book, beware while building of false religious people. Beware, I call them of religious racketeers. Do you think we have them? Racketeers? Mm. Who are wolves in sheep's what? Clothing. You're listening. They disguise themselves to fool others. Even Satan disguises himself to ruin your life. You be careful, people. Don't give in and don't give up. Keep building building according to the plan. You know when we need to, when we buy something, a bike, and we have to put it together. When you buy anything, you have to put it together, right? There comes with it what? What, Mike? Instruction. Instruction. And so many times, I've tried it. I don't know how many of you I said, who, who cares for the instructions? I know I'll put it um, Jim, uh, thank God, one humble person here. <laughs> Who cares? Halfway through, nothing works. You have to dismantle the whole thing, right? And your wife told you, your wife tells you, I told you, follow the instructions. Oh, what do you know about these things? <laughs> we have instructions. He says, beware of the religious racketeers. I call them racketeers. Beware. Don't lose the battle of life by not following the instructions. Do not procrastinate either. For example, one who wishes to be a great musician never makes it unless... He or she, the musicians will understand, is dedicated to hours, days, sometimes years, right? Sometimes years of practice. 
If the Lord spoke to your heart this morning, please strive to build your life according to the instructions and build it on Christ and no one else. Foundation. Is he your foundation? He will give you the endurance to face the storms of life. My friend, there is no excellence. Please listen. No excellence without a great labor. The higher life, the better life, the eternal life is not for the thoughtless, for the indifferent, for the neglectful, for the procrastinator. It's not for them, but to those who according to the will of God and what the Bible says, do hunger and thirst after righteousness. Matthew 5, 6. Those who do hunger and thirst after righteousness, they can build their life and no failure will be with it. There'll be storms. There'll be floods. There'll be dangers. But through it all, the Lord will be with you, takes you by the hand and makes you do it. One final word. You see, I'm not keeping you till two o'clock. Beware, he says. Beware of fooling yourself. In the same words that the Lord Jesus gave, Matthew 7, here we go. Verse 21, look what he says. Do not fool yourself. Look what he says in 721. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Verse 22. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles. And then I will tell them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Beware of fooling yourself. This is one of the most solemn warnings in the scripture. You cannot live your life by pretending to be a Christian. By pretending pretending to be a child of God. You cannot. And you cannot live your life without God. You cannot put aside building your life. Oh, I'm young. I have all the time. I'm 25, I'm 40, I'm 50. I still have all the time to straighten my life and live. I, I want to enjoy life. Listen, 
You want to enjoy life? Get Christ in your life. You want to be, you want to live a miserable man, a miserable woman, live on your own. You know, I look at people many times, many times over. I said, I wonder, how can they make it without Christ? You know, I cannot live one second. I cannot live one fraction of a second without the Lord Jesus Christ in my life. I'm still young. And I have the time to prepare. Please listen to the Bible. In James chapter 4, 13 and 14, for the sake of time, I will quote some of it. Come now. You who say today or tomorrow we shall go to such and such city, spend a year and make money, do business, make a profit. Yet, the Bible says, it's up there. Yet, you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You do not. You know what? I can say for me. And for you, tomorrow is not ours. I can't guarantee it. You're just, why? You're just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. What are you building? Are you building on sand? Oh, I'll start building. It's not in your hands. Because you're living, you're building your life. Don't fool yourself. Do not. You are building your life. Whether you want to build it on the word of God, and that's the foundation on the rock, or building it on what the world is offering you, and that's the foundation on sand. And you have to make that choice. And you have to make that choice. Life ends suddenly. What are you going to do about it? I would say, Adol, I want to start building. And if you did not pay attention to your life earlier and you are in advanced in years, it's never too late to start now building your life on the word of God. Follow the instructions and he'll take your hand. He'll guide you through all the storms that you may face in the future. Amen? Let's bow our heads for prayers. Just, just think about what we talked about today. Think seriously about your life. And ask yourself this question, what am I building my life on? And you answer that question.
and you answer it. Is it the word of God? Or is this, is it on this worldly, worldly nothing? Think while we pray and make a decision and follow Christ. Our Father, we thank you for the opportunity you give us in this wonderful land of ours that we can still preach the gospel and share these wonderful parables that the Lord has given us to apply it to our lives. May each and every one evaluate his and her life today and make a decision. How should we build it? Oh Lord, we look forward to life that is eternal and I pray that each and every person in attendance will not miss the opportunity to follow the instructions in your words. We pray that you soften the hearts and open the minds and help us to follow you. Be with each and every one. Bless these families and those who couldn't make it today. We pray for them and their safety. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen.